What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Three Unwise Men podcast. I'm here with Evan and Gage, and this week we're going to discuss how our draft went and how we're feeling about uh, how everything turned out this year. Um, Gage, start us off. Yeah, so uh, first round kind of went how we expected. It was a lot of running backs going off the board early. I had the seventh pick and actually took the first receiver off the board with Justin Jefferson. Um, I'm super excited for his potential this year, and I think he's going to be the overall wide receiver one. Nice. Yeah, as pick two, had to go CMC. Um, I think we all knew it was either going to be JT or him. So uh, once JT got snatched up, I was quick to grab Christian. Yeah, I think those are both the right picks in those spots. Um, I had the 10th pick overall, so I had a lot of talent still on the board, but definitely some question marks on which way I wanted to take it. So I went with Diggs as my first overall pick in the, as a, in the 10th spot. So um, the next thing we're going to talk about is uh, the biggest – steal of the draft so gage what do you think your biggest steal of this draft was yeah uh the biggest steal for me was definitely kyle pitts i got him in the fifth round kind of toward the end um you know he's definitely going to be at least the tight end three i think that's his floor um i absolutely think he's going to go nuclear this year um he's the number one option in atlanta hold on a second wait a second one second did you say tight end three was kyle pitts floor oh yeah Wow. High upside, dude's going to have a monster year. And who do we yeah, have? powered by Marcus Mariota. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> wow. Freak of nature. Freak of nature. That's funny. You're out of your mind, bro. Um, dude, honestly, for mine, I'm thinking Mark Andrews. Um, honestly, not to toot my own horn or anything like that, every single one of my, uh, one of my picks was either a steal or kind of right at that ADP. So it was it was hard to find a uh, someone who who dropped, but um, yeah, man, Mark Andrews. I think who who is even in Baltimore? Who who can catch the ball there? Besides Mark Andrews, I got a top tier receiver, damn near for late second round at pick nineteen. So you know that, that guy, he's gonna bring me the worried. trophy for. I'm not worried about who's catching the ball. I'm worried about that, that they have a running back as a quarterback who's going to run for 30 touchdowns this year. So. <laughs> my, uh, my... He's taking a step forward this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he definitely does. He does. Um, my biggest steal this year, and you guys are going to love this, because um, I've been hating on him all offseason, is Cam Akers. I, um, and and the, the honest opinion is I've been hating on him at his ADP at 29 overall. I got him at the end of the fifth round, impossible to pass up on him, and I also grabbed the handcuff of Daryl Henderson just to protect myself, so I'm going to take him as my biggest deal of the draft. Listen, too many people have been watching the Three Unwise Men podcast because no one in our draft wanted Cam Akers. Maybe that was my, my plan all along, was just to get everybody else to not draft him so I could get him in the fifth. Let's relax. He did tear his Achilles last season. <laughs> all I got to say is congratulations for drafting Marlon Mack. In the fifth round. <laughs> yeah. Hey, a few years ago, that'd have been a good pick too. So I don't want to hear it. Yeah, um, uh, a few years ago, yeah, Marlon Mack just got cut. So yeah, well, Acres can be cut in twenty twenty seven. I don't care very much. But, uh, <laughs> let's move on to the uh, the questionable pick of the draft. Gage, who was your uh, most questionable pick that you kind of are maybe second guessing now or having second thoughts on? Yeah, so like I said earlier, uh, that wave of running backs went in the first round, so a lot of the elite options 
were kind of off the table. So early in the second round, with the fourth pick, I took Javante Williams. Um, Melvin Gordon's definitely <clears throat> going to be an issue this year. Um, but, I mean, even even Melvin has gone on record saying that Denver wants him to be the guy. And uh, I'm expecting Denver to be a high-powered offense. That's why I took him in the second round. Um, I'm just worried about Melvin Gordon, to be honest. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I think you're the only person who used their second round pick as a questionable pick. Those are usually supposed to be your locks right there, but you know, yeah, I'll just that's a little that scary for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> for sure, man. Uh, round five got J.K. Dobbins. Um, I-, I feel like this guy's just a, a literal <clears throat> coin flip. He's either going to be an absolute beast, um, like we saw in three years ago when he was healthy, or he's gonna you know tear his ACL again. So, who knows? Uh, fingers crossed that he, he's going to be an absolute machine and, you know, I can have him in my uh, my RB2 spot putting up huge points. Yeah. Um, and with me, my questionable pick of the draft is DJ Moore at the end of the third. Um, it was a part of the draft for me where I felt like I needed a, a good wide receiver. Um, I'm hoping he catches more than two touchdowns this year. I don't have any doubt that he's going to put up 1,000 yards, but I'm, I'm definitely going to need some uh, some touchdowns from him. So, we'll see how that goes for me. Hey, when you don't have any touchdowns uh, in the previous few years, there's bound to be some kind of touchdown. Has to be. Yeah. Positiveness, <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. You can only go up from where it is at. Exactly. <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna we're gonna change course here. You kind of get a feel for how our personal drafts this year in, in this specific league, which was a uh, which was a ten team PPR league. So. Um, let us know how you think we did there. We're going to move on to another segment that we are going to continue to do each week um, from here on out, which is our wise and unwise start starts of the season. Um, Gage, start, it off, start us off with who you're starting uh, for quarterbacks this year. Who are, who's your guy that you're looking at? Uh, definitely for week one, um, Patrick Mahomes, Pat Mahiney. Um, I'm definitely <laughs> expecting a huge shootout between Kansas City and Arizona this weekend. Um, I don't know who... He's going to be throwing the ball to yet. I don't know who's going to be that lead receiver other than Travis Kelsey, of course. Um, Kelsey's going to get force-fed this weekend. Um, but, yeah, Mahomes continues to be a, a high-caliber quarterback year in and year out, and I'm expecting a shootout. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's not too hard to argue with. I think my only concern with Mahomes is, remember last year, you know, he, he was coming off of just being the man, and he looked like crap, what, the first three or four weeks of the season? Um I mean, by no means do I think he's a bad QB at all, but I wouldn't be surprised if he, he had another bust. You know, maybe uh, Jackson's on the sidelines doing one too many TikTok dances getting in his head. <laughs> and now he's got Juju there even even adding to that too, so that, that, that's definitely a concern. <laughs> um, but, no, man, I, I definitely get Mahomes. Um, y'all are going to love me for this one. So it, it, for, for the people listening who don't know, we got Gage and Garrett, FSU alumni. And so I'm rocking the boy, Jameis Winston. Uh, Mr. Crab Legs, baby. <laughs> Mr. Glass Cannon himself. He's either going to come out and throw for 400, or he's going to leave the game throwing 80 with three interceptions per quarter. Um, but, but on a real note, you know, with, with the few games that we saw of him last season, um, you know, uh, they're matched up against Atlanta for week one and just a team of that caliber. We saw some pretty good stats from Winston, almost touching 300 yards, handful of touchdowns. Uh, I, I really wouldn't be surprised if he came out. You know, we know that he puts in work during the offseason with all the 
the weird training he, we see on Twitter. Um, but I, I really wouldn't be surprised if this guy came out and, and had a, a pretty solid game. Yeah, I, I actually love Jameis Winston this year. As long as he's healthy, he's gonna he's gonna you know he's gonna do great. Don't uh, my don't don't hate me for this hot don't. take. Uh, I got Jameis dark, dark sleepy forest dark horse MVP caliber quarterback this I year. I love it. Oh, okay, I let, love it. Let's let's react or the, uh, relax. FSC. The guy's throwing the guy's throwing five thousand yards and uh, fifty touchdowns this season. I love it. <laughs> Two interceptions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who you rocking yeah, with, Gary? 50. I've got um I've got Matt Ryan as my uh, stardom quarterback of the week and. And I, I could see him going for 350 and three touchdowns just because they are playing the worst defense in the league in Houston. Um, I think the only thing that keeps him from doing something like that is that they do get an early lead, and they may just coast with uh, JT and, and start running the ball very early. So I do like uh, Matt Ryan this week. The only way Matt Ryan goes for 350 yards <laughs> is if he throws a little dump to JT on the one-yard line, and JT takes it for a touchdown three times. Might happen. Might happen a couple times. You never know. You know. Don't forget, we're talking about the, we're talking about the Super Bowl first half MVP, Matt Ryan. All right. I, I just are Don't we doing? It. Are we doing wise or unwise picks right now? I'm confused. Yeah. I know it's in the name, Listen, but all I'm saying is if you've got, you know, Lamar Jackson as your starting quarterback, he he gets COVID tomorrow, and you got to go pick somebody up. Get Matt Ryan. <laughs> All right, we're gonna move on. Um, we're gonna we're still sticking with who we're our, our, our wise picks for uh, our our wise starts this week, and we're gonna move on to running backs. Gage, who you got? Yeah, this week I got Alvin Kamara. Um, it doesn't look like that stuff off the field is gonna get to him just yet, and uh, the Saints' offense has done nothing but say they want him to be force fed. They want him to have a huge workload this year. Now I don't know how he's gonna be looking six six weeks in with this monstrous workload, but uh, yeah, give, give him to me the first week. I want him starting on my lineup. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I think I, that's I, a very, you know, that's a very safe pick gauge, um, Alvin Kamara in week one. I think everybody and their mother starting him that they've got him. So I was thinking the uh, same. Good pick. choice. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, I also, mine's uh, Jonathan Taylor for starting week one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, really? <okay>. You sure? <laughs> uh, on a real note, I'm going to, uh, Damian Pierce, um, you know, running back for, for Houston. And right now they're going to be matched up against Indiana week one. Um, Texans have Davis Mills at quarterback. That man can't throw more than Long 12 yards. Nick. Yeah, more than 12 <laughs> yards. Of course they're going to be running the ball. And who do they have at backup? They have Rex Burkhead. Every single Sexy time the Texans, <laughs> every single time the Texans get to the goal line, you know exactly where the ball is going. Um, and, you know, even if it's just week one, he's going to have a big week. Evan, do you mind if I stop you right there? Yeah. There's a big asterisk there. That's if it gets the goal line. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This Houston's offense is going to be horrible this year. Um, Listen, Damian Dave, Pierce is a good flex start this week, I think. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to second that, Evan. Appreciate that. My guy, um, who I who I like this week, is Nick Chubb. I feel like he's getting slept on a lot this offseason. Yes, they have Kareem Hunt, but they've had Kareem Hunt there for quite a while now, and Nick Chubb is still one of the best pure runners in the league. And they've got a terrible quarterback situation. They're going to love to feed these running backs all year. Start Nick Chubb this week. 
Yeah, man, I, I do. I love Nick Chubb. He uh, 2021 season, he carried me. Um, but great running back, but man, not a good fantasy running back. Um, it just, he, I feel like he has a curse on him. The amount of times I've seen him run for 30 yards and then go out on the one or the two, and then they do a little <laughs> dump to Kareem Hunt, it, man, it, it makes me go crazy. But assuming yeah, or he gets can actually called back get, for a penalty, but exactly, assuming he can get into the end zone, um, I think that's a great pick. Let's move on. Gage, you got something there? You got something yeah, to, just, to give me? I'm just worried about them bringing pressure. Um, cannot trust Jacoby Brissett to, to pass the ball, so I feel like that Panthers defense is going to be trying to get to Nick Chubb as quick as possible. That's fair. Yeah, the uh, that that is fair, but they are a pretty bad defense at the same time, and Chubb could probably carry all 11 of them on his back to the end zone if he wanted to. So <laughs> I still like Nick Chubb. <laughs> Let's move on to the uh, wise wide receivers of week one. Gage, what you got? Give me Deontay Johnson. Hold on. He has been, yeah, have, hold they, on. have they named the starting quarterback yet? <laughs> it, not, it don't matter. He, he had Sleepy sleepy Roethlisberger last year. I don't care who's throwing him the ball. He's the wide receiver one on this team. He's going against the Bengals. Okay, they're going to score early. They're going to score often. Pittsburgh's going to be playing from behind, so they have to throw the ball to somebody. Give me Deontay Johnson having a big week this week. Wow. Now, okay. is that different from Pittsburgh playing behind last season, too? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll see. <laughs> Where they'll, just, they'll just end up they'll dump it off to Najee for 10 plays in a row, and yeah. Deontay yeah. Johnson will catch a couple touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, Najee will have another game of damn near 100 touches. Yeah, Man, I'm rocking Amari Cooper. Uh, you know, first off, let me go and say I miss him. I, w- I wish he was still a cowboy, and I think Amari wishes he was still a cowboy, where he at least had a QB. But <laughs> with that being said, it doesn't matter who's at quarterback over in Cleveland. There's no competition at wide receiver. Um, I-, I mean, I think that this guy. When he was in Dallas, he had a lot of competition, and so he didn't get to shine like he like he did in, um, I want to say Vegas, but it was Oakland at the time. And so, you know, I think now that kind of he's on a team where he is the spotlight, he's going to shine as a top-tier receiver, and I think that against a team like Carolina, it's really going to show. Well, you know. issue with that. Jacoby Brissett, and I'm just going to end it there. Amari Amari runs a great slam. (laughs) I know you miss him in Dallas, but I think, you know, I think they took the right guy in Gallup, so. You're out of your mind. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Old rubber legs. My, uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. My, uh, my wise wide receiver this year, or this week, is going to be Juju. Um, I've been high on Juju this offseason, um, for some reason, he's I've seen him ranked as low as wide receiver 30 in week one. I think this is going to be a shootout between Arizona. Um, and I just think he, I, I, I got him catching two touchdowns this week. Uh, I, I love Juju. Did uh, Travis Kelsey not make it to the game? Yeah, he'll catch two as well. But they, like I said, it's going to be a high-scoring <laughs> game here. So I think they both got two apiece. Yeah, I, I think yeah. that's a great uh, pick. If you have Juju, I'd put him in flex 100%. One hundred percent. He's a wide team. receiver one this week. Let him flex. You, if you got him, if you're starting in flex, I want to see who you drafted this year because <laughs> you, your your lineup is is nuts. Um, 
Let's uh, let's hear the uh, the wise tight ends. What you got, Cage? Yeah. So this guy is probably late in the draft. Did not look like a flattering pick, but let me tell you, you're starting David Njoku this week. Uh, Bursette has been known to heavily target the tight end in the past, um, and I'm just expecting that trend to continue against Carolina. Well, we heard Amari Cooper. Now we've heard David Njoku. So which one's it going to be, fellas? Definitely Njoku. Hey, one of us will be right, so. <laughs> you got, hey, you know, come the, back here, yeah. at me, at me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and we'll check back in after week one and, uh, you know, do a review of how we all did. But, um, yeah. man, I, I don't know about that one, Gage. Uh, I, I feel like Njoku is the definition of just a mediocre tight end. Um, and it doesn't matter if Brissett likes throwing to tight ends. It doesn't mean anything if you can't catch it. So, <laughs> Hey, they paid the man this offseason. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, maybe he's motivated. They um, also paid him a lesser, but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I'm rocking Dallas Goddard for Philadelphia. I think Jalen loves, you know, throwing to the big man. I think he's getting more comfortable in his role. Um, you know, I, I'm, I don't want to make this all about Jalen, but he's he's just a weapon, you know teams know that he can run and i feel like they're, they're going to be so worried about that that the big man 10 minute, 10 yards down the field is going to get a lot of looks um so you know and i definitely think he's going to be the big end zone target so rocking with him i, I think that if you have him on your roster you need to 100 percent put him in i like that pick actually um i do think he has a good week in week one i I am going with Albert Akwegbanum, or whatever his last name is. Uh, go ahead and get me in the comments if I'm way off there, but that's who I'm going with. I think Russell has a big um, a big week as he you know, basically comes back and sees Seattle for the first time and, and playing against him. I think he's going to have a good week, and that's going to result in Albert having a good week as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, nothing to say about that. We'll see. Yeah, we will. <laughs> Let's uh, – Let's do a, a, full, a full 180 here, and you know, after going over our wise starts, let's see who our unwise starts in week one are. Gage, start with the quarterbacks. Uh, yeah, unwise start of the week for quarterback Justin Fields. Um, that last preseason game, uh, he looked amazing, but uh, yeah, don't, don't start in week one. Um, I'm expecting the 49ers to blow out uh, the Chicago Bears. Uh, that offensive line <clears throat> will not hold up. I truly truly want fields to do well this season i feel like he hasn't been given a chance but uh it's it's not happening week one it may not happen at all this year they did that <laughs> offensive line so it, it, and that really does suck because i like fields i think he could be an amazing qb um it just it sucks to be on a really a team of that caliber because you don't get the opportunity to shine so no i i completely agree um my pick just so everyone knows i'm not biased I'm actually going Dak Prescott here. Um, Mr. No four for throw for 400 in the second half of the game. Um, you know, last season they played Tampa Bay week one as an opener, and he put up nearly 30 fantasy points. Um, and at first I wanted to think that he was going to do the same thing. Uh, but I just think kind of with, with, with the weapons that they have, you know, Gallup and Washington are both out right now. Really, he only has CD to throw the ball to, and they're going to cover him. And – being a Dallas fan, I know that our history has shown that when they are missing <laughs> wide receivers, they really rely on their running backs and short routes. Um, and so it's just not going to be a great game for him. And if you have someone else who's a top-tier Q1 
QB, I, I would start them over Dak Prescott. Yeah, I agree there. If you somehow ended up like a guy in our league who drafted both Lamar Jackson and Dak Prescott, start Lamar Jackson. I don't know how that happened, but it did. So I totally agree with you, Evan. But this leads me to my next question. Am I starting Dak Prescott or am I starting Matt Ryan this week? You're starting Dak Prescott. (laughs) (laughs) And the only reason why is because Dak Prescott may run in a touchdown where Matt Ryan's not running for anything. So that's the only reason why. One's playing Tampa Bay, one's playing Houston. Come on now. Don't act like that's That's uh, that hot of a thing. That's fair. My sit um is going to be Daniel Jones. And if you ask me this question every week for the next 18 weeks, it'll probably be Daniel Jones. The guy's a bum. <laughs> um, you know, this is yet another week where he's going to have more turnovers than touchdowns. I don't care who they're playing. They're going to rely heavily on Saquon Barkley. Don't start Daniel Jones. Leave him on the waiver wire. If he's on your team, drop him. Pick up anybody. Just pick up anybody but Daniel Jones. Pick up Davis Mills. <laughs> yeah, You're literally. Pick up long neck Mills. And, and throw him in instead of, yeah. No. You're telling me you're not counting on Danny Boy running for another almost 100 yards? The only thing I'm counting on from Danny is him being replaced by week five <laughs> and then throwing the season to draft a quarterback. The guy sucks. <laughs> and if he sees this, Danny dimes for a reason. I'll keep the same energy. <laughs> Danny, you suck. Oh, man. <laughs> no, anyways, there, do not yeah, that. yeah, you guys, that, yeah, you guys don't have anything to say about that. Can know it's true. So let's move on to running backs. Who are you sitting this week, Gage? Uh, yeah, you know, his uh, prospect file looked great, but uh, Brees Hall, I'm not starting this week. Uh, not going to be a great start to his rookie career going against Baltimore. Um, also, he's got Michael Carter. Also, I took him in the draft this weekend, so <laughs> yeah. not, not starting him. Uh, definitely uh, second uh, guessing that entire draft. Uh, not sure what I was on, sleep deprived or something. But uh, yeah, don't expect uh, Brees Hall's breakout to come this early in the year. Yeah, no, I, I, I 100% agree. I think that um, he is a great running back. He will be a fantastic running back as long as he gets out of uh, off of the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I'm sorry. I forgot to bring that up. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. on the Jets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you didn't know, he's on the Jets, which is why he's going to do so horrible, and you need to leave him <laughs> on your bench. That's funny. Um, you got anything to say about that, Garrett? Or No, I, I haven't been super high on Brees all offseason. Gage, you did draft him, but you got him you know, pretty deep in the draft. Where, you know, it's, it's, again, one of those things with Brees is I didn't like where he was going. Um, if you can get him later on, take him, but – I agree. Sit him on your bench this week. Let's see how he plays out a little bit. Yeah. I got him in the sixth round of a 10-team PPR draft. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, I, which I like that spot. Uh, our, our draft was definitely a little weird. Some people dropped pretty far, and some others were taken quite high. But um, that's besides the point. My sit him for running backs, Cordell Patterson. Um, or, I'm sorry, Cordero Patterson. Always mess that up. Um <laughs> He's just not special anymore. It's as simple as that. I'm sorry. Um, you know, they're, they're against New Orleans week one, and Sean Payton on this year. Um, Dennis Allen is a replacement coach. You better believe he came in and he did his homework, and they're not going to let some, some trick plays that Cordell typically does let them kind of run that game. Um, you know, so I, I think that he's going to be snuffed out, and he, he's not going to be productive at all. Just leave him on your bench week one. 
Yeah, I uh, I can agree. I haven't ever been a fan of uh, Cordero Patterson, but he burned me a few times last year, so that's uh, definitely sticking in the back of my mind. But Save I me here, unfortunately. As uh, a lucky uh, Cordero Patterson uh, picker-upper from the waiver wire, um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Patterson believer. Uh, that Swiss Army knife, he'll, he'll figure something out. Uh, that that army Swiss Army knife might be a little rested, but uh, yeah. So so before we we move on to, to Garrett's unwise pick, if you had to guess off the top of your head, how many points do you think he's putting up week one, Gage? What would I be happy with, or what do I think he's going to put up? And what do you think he's going to put up? I'd be happy with ten points. We didn't answer the question, but ten points. All right. Well, <laughs> hey, well, and if you're if you're in a ten man league, you know, just a normal two RB, two wide receiver, one flex, and you're starting somebody that's projected 10 points, you probably didn't have that good of a draft. So, <laughs> yeah, I might be shoot. starting Patterson this week. Yeah, oh, we'll, we'll have to come back uh, for episode two and see how that went. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, my my sit-em for running backs this week is Josh Jacobs. Um, I don't like him. I don't think the Raiders like him. Um, they added weapons. They've got Adams. They've got Waller. They've got the future MVP and Hunter Renfro. Um, just Jacobs isn't, isn't the guy. Um, you know, he's he's just not it. I'm not sold on him this year. I'm going to have to see him put in some work before I uh, can change my opinion on that. Yeah, I agree with that take. Yeah, uh, Josh Jacobs was a guy that I quickly scrolled past in the uh, draft. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. And he even got drafted a little earlier than I expected him to. I uh, kind of expected him to see him in the fourth, and I'm pretty sure he went in the third in our in our league. So. Um, at, next up is going to be the unwise wide receivers of week one. Gage, start us off. Yep, I'm going to go with uh, Rashad Bateman. Baltimore shouldn't need to throw the ball to anyone other than Mark Andrews this weekend. They're going against the Jets. Um, <laughs> again, Jets are not going to score that much this weekend. Um, plus, the Jets also have an improved secondary with Sauce Gardner and A.J. Reed. Um, not expecting the big Rashad Bateman breakout this weekend. Mark Andrews is a big target, baby. Mark Andrews is a big target, but I am kind of seeing myself as a Rashad Bateman fanboy, so I do disagree here a little bit, but I can see that I can understand where you're coming from. I'm really curious to see the type of production he's going to have, not just week one, but throughout the season. 100%. A lot of targets freed up in that offense, but uh, I don't don't see it going Bateman's way this weekend. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I, I got a bit of a hot take here, fellas. Prepare yourselves. I'm going Mike Williams. Yeah, let that sink in. I, I know he had some huge games last year, and I know that what was it, after week three, he was like everyone was trying to get him off the waiver wire um, if he wasn't already on someone's roster. But I, I, I just feel like Herbert, he, he's getting really good with Allen and, um, and Eckler. And, you know, those are his two main guys. And Mike Williams, I, I don't want to say he's touchdown dependent because the big games that he had, you know, he only – maybe had one or two touchdowns, I just think that he's too inconsistent. That's the issue that I have with him, where if you're in a league like us where it's 10 people, you have you most likely have someone on your bench who you can put in um, who will consistently give you, you know, maybe 15, 20 points. And I just I don't think that that is Mike Williams week one. I think you had it right when you said it was a hot take. Um I, I like Mike. I don't like him as much as Keenan Allen. I agree he's a little inconsistent, but it's hard to say that I'm, I'm seeing Mike on anybody's bench this week. We'll see. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm starting him if he's in my lineup. But uh, I agree. It's it's a shaky start week in and week out. Um, I think his ceiling is as high as the wide receiver one on that team. Um, Keenan Allen might be getting too old. But, yeah, we'll see. Again, his at is Evan Carey. So when he goes off this weekend, remember, he's the one who told you to put him on, on his bench this weekend. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say um, sit Darnell Mooney. Um, I don't know why I've been seeing a lot of stuff on Darnell being a guy. Let's not forget what offense he's on. Let's not forget who he's playing this week. San Francisco's gonna swallow Justin Fields. Justin Fields gonna be running for his life all week, uh, all weekend long. He's he's probably gonna run into uh, week two. Um, still scared of what he dealt with in San Francisco. So um, I say sit Darnell Mooney. Yeah, no objection from from my end. Yeah, he's, uh, he's on the bench. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's uh, let's discuss our sit him tight ends. Um, Gage, what you got? <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm sitting Dawson Knox this week. Uh, he's going against the Rams. Uh, I'm expecting Josh Allen to spread the ball around a, a lot. And plus, uh, the Rams have Jalen Ramsey and. Dude's terrifying. He's a monster. Um, I'm not expecting a huge week from Knox. Um, hopefully, you have somebody else that you can start this week. So, so my one my one question I want to ask you is: obviously, a guy like uh, Jalen isn't going to be on a tight end, right? So, yeah. w- wouldn't you maybe think that with him covering kind of their top tier wide receiver, you know, maybe Cup, that Knox would get a few more looks? Uh, well, I think the thing too is um, a. Bill's receiver, not his uh, own receiver. But yeah, um, we'll see. I don't know. I'm, I'm expecting bigger games from other Bills players. But we'll, see. well, I think the thing with Jalen too is he's very universal. He's going to cover anybody. He's going to cover the whole the whole field. Um, and they do put him on tight ends a lot just because he can. He's one of the only guys that can match up with a, with a tight end as well. So that's fair, especially. A, you know, a, a higher end tight end. I think I think most linebackers can cover Dawson Knox, though. So I, I'm going to agree with you. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. They've been playing uh, uh, Ramsey as damn near a, a defensive end. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> dude's a monster. Yeah, he is. Um, who you got here? Evan? Um, this shouldn't come as a surprise. Zach Ertz. Uh, th- there's absolutely no reason this guy should be making it into your lineup unless he's the only tight end you got. Unless you fell asleep at your computer while draft was going on and auto draft got you Zach Ertz and that's it. This dude should not enter your lineup. He's coming off of a, uh, a calf injury. He's old. He's had horrible production the last two years. There's no reason to play him. And you know, Kyler's either, either going to throw it to one of his wide receivers or he's going to run it. He's not going to look to someone inconsistent like Ertz. I mean, I definitely understand the, uh, the injury take, um, I think Ertz is, you know, relatively productive, but I'm going to agree in week one, uh, sit Ertz. I think, you know, come middle of the season, see, you know, I could be a little more confident later on in the season than I am definitely in week one. If you've got a better option, start him. I don't even know if I'd trust him later on because they're going to have uh, D-Hop coming back. But, uh, right. but that could just help him too. So. They have a rookie yeah. tight end, Trey McBride. He's looked really good in training camp. Yeah, Zach Ertz, yeah. not looking too hot. We'll see. Yeah. My, uh, my sit is going to be Hunter Henry. Um, I don't love Mac Jones. Um, I think they're facing a solid Miami defense. 
I think it's going to be a low-scoring game on the the New England end, and they will rely heavily on the run like they have for quite a while now. Um, I, unless Hunter Henry sneaks in a touchdown on a 50-yard bomb or something somehow to end a, end a half, Henry's a, Henry's a sit for me. I don't like him at all. Yeah, no, I agree. And honestly, you know, quote me on it now, I think I'm going to have that same opinion throughout this entire season. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I don't really think that he's the guy. I, I think that even if the, the Patriots somehow brought in, you know, had a, a top-tier tight end, it's going to be kind of a free agent. It, it's not going to come from Henry. That path yeah, is horrible. Yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan this year at all. Um, so with that, guys, uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, I also wanted to let you guys know uh, we'll be doing the wise and unwise starts of the week each week for the remainder of the season. On top of this, if you guys have any questions or are you, you're questioning who you should start or sit this week between a couple guys on your lineup, shoot us a DM. We'll make a video for you. We'll let you know what we think. Um, and that's it. And that, that goes for trades and starts and sits as well. We'll, we'll uh, just shoot us a DM on TikTok, and we'll be happy to get it answered for you.